Because certainly you can't get no gift of tongues if you don't have the gift of the Holy right. Ghost. Amen. Right. Uh, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, another word for saying is receive the Holy Ghost. Because the gift of tongues is all, everybody. Right. That's true. Right. Let me say it again. Every gift of tongues. Amen. Amen. That's why Paul gave so much instruction in 1 Corinthians 14 that when people are speaking, let it be one behind another. Let that be never be no Because otherwise that confusion. Then after all, somebody's going to say, what in the world is God saying? If he's saying all of this. <laughs> so at least otherwise it's chaos and there's confusion. Uh, sing with the understanding. Speak with the understanding. Yeah. He said, uh, 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 what does it say? He said, I'd rather that you seek to interpret. To prophesy. Right. Praise the Lord. But there be interpretation. He said, because that's speaking tongues more than all of y'all. You know? He said, but what prophecy edifies the church? Right. When there's an interpretation, it edifies the church. Man. It builds the body of Christ. We don't seek for the Holy Ghost for the wrong moment. There you go. To be seen in the people. So mm -hmm. it's an old age, she's spiritual. Mm -hmm. Ain't he wonderful? No, all glory be to God. God gave us the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, so that first of all, it can edify us, so we get into that, and also we can edify the church. But I want you to understand the gift, the difference between the gift of tongues and speaking in tongues. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you're going to speak in tongues. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you. I'm going to give another demonstration. Y'all just Praise the Lord. Stand up here, brother. See them shoes there? What size shoes you wear? Eight. Eight. Yes. Yeah, I wear eight to the time you don't walk them. Okay, so the thing is, now, I wear. <laughs> <laughs> now, when he went to the store, he did not tell him, uh, uh, y'all got an eight tongue? When he wore an eight, when he, if, if he get an eight size, a size eight pair of shoes, the tongue better come with that word. He don't go seeking on tongue. He's going to seek a what? Shoes. If he got the shoe, the tongue better be in the word. Shoes. Yeah, man. Is the tongue in your shoe? Yes. What way is the tongue? It's that shoe. Show the people the tongue. Untie that shoe string and show them the tongue. Some of the children don't know what the tongue is. They think you're talking about this tongue. Because I want my little boy over there to understand, my kids over there to understand what the tongue is. Show them the tongue. Hold it up. That's the tongue. How in the world? Y'all got an eight-sized tongue? I'm going to feel a tongue. No. He went to get a shoe, and if he got the shoe, if it's a real shoe, there ain't no crooked shoe. Uh-huh. Somebody that's trying to rip you off, your tongue gonna be in the shoe. Amen. Amen. When you get the real Holy Ghost, when you get the Holy Ghost and get it right, the tongue gonna come with it. It's a package deal. Praise God. Give the Lord a It's in the package. In the package. Huh? The fact that that is in the package. <laughs> <laughs> Sauce commercial. They say you got the onions in there. Where's the onion? It's in there. Where's the tomato? It's in there. Where's the celery? It's in there. Where's the ketchup? It's in there. It's in there. When you get the Holy Ghost, it's a package deal. He comes, he, the speaking of tongues come in there. Amen. That's why you have to go, oh, girl, I want to 
first the how the world is the sight of sleep group. Yeah. How did he know that they had received? He heard them speak in tongues. Because he couldn't see the Holy Ghost, so they, they had to be set up. That's how y'all like to get them all to get that stuff. I got that. First, y'all want to come up and preach all Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, you got to go to Sunday school. How else he couldn't see the Holy Ghost, so. He, he had to see something. Yeah, right. And he get ready to buy too. And people don't buy nothing that they ain't convinced about. Yeah. More than convinced to put, pull money out of his pocket. Mm -hmm. He had to see something. He couldn't see the Holy Ghost because the spirit you can't see. Right. You can feel the wind, but you can't see it. Huh? Praise the Lord. But he, they must have done something like spoken some tongues or something. He said, my God, they got it. They, they, they doing something. Praise the Lord. Everywhere, they, even in the scripture, they wasn't said, but we can, we can, it can be uh, implied from them. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they spoke evidence. Mm -hmm. And this is why we need to speak in tongues. That's one reason to speak in tongues. Turn to uh, Acts the, uh, no, first verse of 14 and 4. Okay. First Corinthians 14, chapter verse 4. Why wow, we should speak in tongues. First Corinthians 14 and 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue what? edifies himself. That's why we need to speak in tongues. <laughs> Speaking in tongues edify you. Amen. You edify me. And you know your speaking in tongues don't edify me. Mm -hmm. We got to speak in tongues so that we can be edified. Amen. Amen. So when we speak in tongues, that we can be down and out with it, it, you, you, it's like a taste of hell. Amen. That speaking in tongues is supernatural communication with God. Amen. When I stand up here and say, Father, I stretch my hand to thee. You know that, that, that that's all right. That's we are communicating with God. But when you speak in tongues, that is supernatural. That's this is Father, I stretch my hand to thee. You know that I know that's natural communication. But when I go off in tongues, you go off in tongues, that's supernatural communication. Praise the Lord. Yes, when you speak in earthly language, that's a natural communication with God. Uh -huh. But you're talking about a supernatural communication is when you go forth in the heavenly language. Praise the Lord. That's supernatural. Amen. Even the devil don't understand that. So when Paul was saying and writing to the church of the Korean part of the church, believers to continue to practice the speaking of other tongues, even in the worship service and in the prayer life, for their spiritual edification. Now when it's time to get quiet, it's time to get quiet. You have to, on the gifts, you have to be continuously taught on how to exercise those gifts. Uh -huh. I mean, yeah. if the pastor's preaching, you, you know, the spirit of prophet is such a prophet, you shouldn't be able to speak it in tongues. Uh -huh. Right, right. And when there's a praise service and you praise the Lord, fine, speak in tongues, praise the Lord and everything. And when the man of God has to get up and preach, it, the spirit of the prophet, so the prophet, they said, well, I just can't hold it. Yes, you can hold it. Amen. 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 supposed to control you. Amen. The Holy Ghost controls you, but you, the spirit within you is subject. That's in 1 Corinthians 14. Find that verse, somebody, while I'm moving so that there's no that's in the Bible. The spirit of the prophet, you can even speak it to yourself and hold yourself. To the point in time. Mm -hmm. You can still be speaking in tongues, but you can speak in, you can just speak kind of speak to yourself. Amen. Amen. That's right. You can speak to yourself. Mama know what time. Mama has been in that corner many days praying. But you didn't hear. I go. Because some people pray out because they want to show go. Uh -huh. Praise the Lord. 
Not everybody do that. But then your spirit is subject to you. Amen. I never forget Elder Ewell, the first pastor that I ever attended at the University of Michigan. Uh, and I went to the Lord serving the Holy Ghost and I spoke. And they put me in the car and I spoke. They took me to my bed, dormitory room, and I spoke. I spoke all night. I couldn't go to lunch. I had to bring my lunch to the room. I was still speaking. I spoke all the next day. I ain't know when I stopped. And I was just like one of the members testified the other day when she spoke. She said that she was scared to stop speaking in tongue at first because she didn't want to lose speaking in tongue. And then when she started speaking in English, she wanted to know what she ever be able to speak back in tongues again. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm the, I, some of y'all like y'all know what I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. You, 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 you don't spoke in English so much that you want to speak in tongues. And then after a while, you wonder if you will ever speak English again. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. And see, tongues is for our spirit, spiritual edification. Amen. Since the divine supernatural means of communication with God himself. Read that where it says spirit of prophet, subject to the prophet. And the spirits of the prophet are subject to the prophet. Yeah, you can. I remember I was laid out on the floor, brother. Power of God. The next night I came, I was still on the influence. You know, DUI, we need the HGUI. Under the influence of the Holy Ghost. Some two minutes under the wrong influence. We driving under the influence. Praise the Lord. But we need to be under the Holy Ghost influence. Right. Praise the Lord. Amen. And I never forget, I was out on the floor, they used to call me the gingerbread man. Because I'd be out on the floor looking like every night. One, one, one of my feet would be going that way and the other would be going that way. And I looked like the gingerbread man. They'd fall out loud. And we had the Ella Pilsen clean up the church before we could use it because it was written for these people. And really it was a big, it was a historical uh, stone church building. But they have built them a billion dollar church today. They only use that stone building, which is a monument in Auburn, our, our Michigan. Uh, they could not tear the building down because it's a monument. In fact, before I left there, I think they, uh, after I left there, they put millions of dollars to restore the church because it's a monumental uh, building. It's one of the oldest buildings in that city. And they use it for a gym. And we would just clean up the place just to use service for them to play basketball in the next day. We would mop and wax it. The floor would be something like this, but it would be a dark gray, dark gold for, for them to play basketball in it. We would wash out the toilets and everything, set up the chairs and take them down for them to play ball in it. Well, that, when I got the Holy Ghost, they didn't have to do too much more janitorial cleaning after that. Because I cleaned them floors up. Holy Ghost had me everywhere. And they go and try to pick me up the, and the pastor drew up at the pulpit and I never forgot. I didn't see it, but I could hear But I was speaking in tongues. He said, leave him down there. Leave him down there. I guess he was more, they didn't want to have to clean the church up that night. So he said, leave him down there. No, no, that wasn't the reason. He said, he said, he know what to do. He said, he know I'm preaching. And I'll be down there. And I would, they, I would make a no noise. I was spoken, I was, I was still speaking in tongues. Not, I wasn't supposed to disrupt the service. My spirit was subject to me. He said he gonna need that and some more to leave him down there. And when, I, when the Holy Ghost got with me, I just got up and sat in the pew. I didn't disrupt the pastor. I didn't even have to speak to myself. Man. 
Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. I spoke to myself. Right. I does not disrupt the service or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. When we speak in tongues, it edifies us. The other thing, write this down. Please. The other thing, uh, speaking in tongues helps us to worship God. You know, you, you ever heard people praise the Lord in tongues? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, St. John 14 and 16. Speaking of tongues reminds us that the Holy Ghost is living in us. Every time you speak of tongues, you say, oh, thank God, the Holy Ghost is living in me. Because you can't speak in tongues if you ain't in me. My God, y'all can leave that little mama and raise her hand. <laughs> praise the Lord. It's the Holy Ghost revived. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. My God, you can't even talk about the Holy Ghost without God. <laughs> and then when you speak in tongues, you say, God is living in me. That's enough to cut a step. Amen. You can't speak in tongues if he ain't in you. So what's in you got to come out. Nothing, nothing, leave nothing. So if you start cussing, don't be saying, excuse me. Because they weren't supposed to be in there. If it wasn't in there, when it came out of there. So when you, the Holy Ghost reminds us that when we speak in tongues, God, you with me. My God. And that, that's why the devil defeating a lot of people, because they don't know if the Lord will. When you know God is with you, you can, you can, you can, like David said, you can run through troops and leap over walls. Yeah. What's that? Leap over walls, leap over mountains. Leap over walls. My God, I can't tell the difference sometimes. Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> praise the Lord. But uh, <laughs> David said you can run through troops and leap over walls. I'm still about to say mountains. Praise the Lord. Well, you can speak to the mountain. Now you're like, the Lord won't leap over no mountains. He wants to speak to the mountain. Be thou remover, be thou cast into the sea. Yes, sir. He shall not die in the heart. He shall have those things which he said. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. See, when we speak in tongues, that let us know, hey, God is with us. God is with me. That's why somebody said, God ain't real. You better loose here. I'll cut a step right now. You say he ain't real. I'll go for speaking in tongues. I know he real. Cause my hip, that's so funny they say my hip is with me. You know, it's bad when you know where your help is. Amen. You got you own a company, you run on a job, and you and you gonna get then you gonna lose that job. Cause it's gonna look, you're gonna look mighty pitiful. Say, well, and the people say, now you mean you're gonna put all the shingles on top of this building by yourself? Well, I got some help, man. The people gonna say, well, where are they? Well, I don't know, but they they somewhere. We <laughs> don't. But he does. I, I told you the other day. I never forget when I was in my spiritual mother's house there. Man, because I wanted to get off the campus because I was around too much. Dormitory was co-ed. Uh, men and women could go to one another's room and some of them would stay there all night, which was wrong. But as long as they didn't stay there two days, then nobody said nothing. And I said, I got to get off this environment. I'm going to get myself together. And every blessed morning, when she comes to the night, I want to come out here. Meet these fine mothers, because she's a little mother herself. Every morning at 6 o'clock, she was up without fail. I was working on my masters. I was in the house for a year and a half. She said, now, Brother Lee, everybody know me about Brother Lee. Nobody knew Eleanor. They, you go to Chicago and say, Eleanor, they mean nothing. But you said, Brother Lee, they said, oh, yeah. Uh, they said, Brother Lee. Uh, they, they never knew me about Eleanor. They, she said, Brother Lee, she said, this is what I'm doing. She said, you in my house? She said, I'm not going to make you come to 6 o'clock for the Lord gave her that. She still got on to this to now. She said, and I was at, at University of Michigan in 1970, uh, 
two. In 73, I was in a home somewhere about 73, 74. Left there and went to Chicago in 76, so I was in a home about 74. She said, I'm not going to make you come to uh, 6 o'clock prayer. She said, Coach, you know, you're a young man. You, 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 you're on your own. She said, but you got it. I, you know, I love prayer. It wasn't, it wasn't no wedding where she can tell me something like that. I love prayer. I don't think I ought to miss no more. We called ourselves going to pray for one hour. Holy Ghost got to move it on us. We prayed at 8 o'clock. I would go up to campus and white students would see me and say, my God says, the light on you, man. Light. So you say it. Ain't you? He was a white student. The Holy Ghost move in there. Give us names. Lord, deliver Johnny. Amen. Johnny to this day. Start giving us people's names. We ain't met these folks yet. God will give up prophecy two, three pages long, and she will write it down. Whatever prophecy God will give us, she will write it down. We will share know. We don't know how to pray. And we know how to pray, but sometimes we don't know what we're praying for. God called us conditions out, and we ain't never met these people yet. We got them in the book. She got them in her records now. They ain't never met them yet, but God delivered them for Because the Holy Ghost know what to pray for. Amen. We don't know what to pray for. Amen. We know how to pray, but we don't know what to pray for. Amen. That's why we need the Holy Ghost. Amen. Have you been to the point you didn't know what to pray for? I know I have. Yes, sir. And once you find out what to pray for, you can do all right. Read St. John 14, 16, right quickly. And I will pray for him. Yes. And he shall give you another comfort. Yes. And he may abide with you forever. Uh-huh, he's going to live in you. Read. Even the spirit of truth. Yes. Whom the world cannot receive. Yes. Because it sees him not. Yes. Neither knows him. Yes. But he knows him. See, praying in tongues, see, let us know that the Spirit of God is in us. Also, praying in tongues help us to serve, uh, turn to Romans 8, 26, it helps us to keep our prayer in line with God. And I'm going to tell you one thing that praying in tongues, uh, it just, this is a remedy to a serious problem in a lot of churches, but of course, you don't have that problem here. So once I give this piece of uh, word, uh, you don't need it. We just throw this out. I'm quite sure Pastor Pilsen them don't have that kind of problem here. It doesn't matter. So really, we just keep throwing it out. Y'all really don't need it. Uh, I, you know, it's only the people that really need it. But we'll throw a little something out in the end for you. Uh, but y'all really don't need that. That's for the churches in Atlanta. OK, now, Romans 8, 26. It, it took. Yeah. And in the place where it was said, Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Romans 
I want that, that, well, that we're praying out of our mind. That may be God's will, it may not. Amen. But when you pray through, the, that the Holy Ghost pray through you, you pray according to his will. Because the Holy Ghost is going to intercede for you according to God's will. Amen. Whether you like it or not. This is why it's so wasn't a lot of people messing up out here getting the wrong husband, getting the wrong wife, buying the wrong thing, going to the wrong place, because they didn't let the Holy Ghost pray through them. Mm. They prayed out of their flesh. Yes, sir. And tried to blame God for their faith. Oh, and God said, oh, I want no way in it. Mm. You boo-boo. All right. Oh, I didn't do that. And then they want to get mad. Well, why would God? And God was trying to tell you, you know, I was trying to tell you, but you got up too fast. <laughs> Lord, let me down. Thank you for my food. Lord, I thank you for my job. And God said, wait a minute, I'm trying to tell you something, man. Come back here. You know how we do? It's a one-way conversation. A real prayer is a two-way conversation. Man. Now, see, we always tell talking to God, but we don't let give God, we don't give our, we don't give God enough time for us for him to talk back to us. Amen. We heard up and get up. Am I right? No. You know, no, no, no. And God said, hey, come back here. Come here, Brother Ted. Come here, Brother Ted. Watch this. Here's God. Stand right here. Get on your knees. Pray that way, because I don't, I don't want to be representative of God. Praise the Lord. And God, thank you. God, thank you. For a wonderful day. Now jump up. Keep going. Come back here, man. I got the tip. No, no, you ain't heard. Come back here. He's so busy going to work. God said, I'm trying to tell you something. He's gone. Come on back here. Pray one more time. Pray one more time. Pray that way. God, I want you to give me a car, a house, a mansion. And I want you to give me everything that I, my heart desire. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come back here. Come back here. Keep going. <laughs> God can't talk back to us. He don't love. He said, I and go right out there and mess up and then blame it on God. God said, I don't want no way in. I was trying to tell you it wasn't, it wasn't the right prayer. But you want to go on anyway. He is not responsible for our prayer life. The Holy Ghost is sent to help us in our prayer life. If we got a ragged prayer life, don't bring it on the, blame it on the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Holy Ghost come to help us in our prayer life. Amen. The Holy Ghost said, I want a lot of you, you can have good prayer life, but you won't let me help you in your prayer life. That's good. You want to do all the prayer. You don't want me to do no prayer. Holy Ghost said, I want to pray for you, but you don't want me in your prayer. So when I start moving on you, then you cut off. Because then you then you're going to know what his will is. Because when the Holy Ghost gets to pray with you, you're going to say, you know what the Lord said, don't go over there. Don't say that. <laughs> when you really get in the spirit, that's why your pastor be telling you, but you go back and pray about that. That means you go till you pray through. And when you right. pray through, the Holy Ghost will tell you. Yeah. We had a good example there in the car tonight. One of our good brothers. Praise the Lord. He'll be here on, tomorrow, on Friday night. <laughs> Praise the Lord. One of our prophets. Praise the Lord. Amen. He'll be here. The Lord bless them. He prayed through. Praise the Lord. This thing is real. Amen. No pastor won't have to force you in strong arm here and break your arm and all that kind of thing. Just pray through. The Holy Ghost will tell you. And, and, and I mean, it was just a matter of seconds when you get the Holy Ghost. He'll tell you what to do. Praise the Lord. One time we had a moment, one time God told me to tell him. said, look, say, you watch it with that brother. You know, uh, this ain't your time yet. 
Now, you know, pastors don't like to tell nobody that. This ain't your time. They didn't quite understand. I couldn't honor, pray through. They called me on the phone and said, Pastor, Lord, show me. I need to wait. Huh? A Holy Ghost will do it. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. They got the Holy Ghost. Guess what happened? This is a God got a hope to them. But when God got a hope to you, ain't nobody got to beg you to do nothing. You wish you had done if you didn't do it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And they were so happy and said, thank you, Jesus. And then on top of that, God sent some outside folks to give the same problem. And they had to come and say, you know, I met some people today. They told me the same thing the Lord gave me. Praise the Lord. You need the Holy Ghost to pray for us. All right. Praying in tongues help build our faith. Turn to Jude 20. Praying in tongues help build our faith. Somebody said, oh, praying in tongues. I thought you just praying in tongues. No, baby, you need to pray in tongues for a whole lot of reasons. Yes, sir. It'll build your faith. June 20. Praying in tongues, it'll build your faith. Read what it says. Be beloved. But ye beloved. Build up yourself. In the most holy faith. How you gonna pray in the Holy Ghost if you don't speak in tongues? That is praying in the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues. You ain't speaking in tongues, you ain't praying in the Holy Ghost. Because so speaking in tongues comes with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You want some good prayer, pray. Just pray in tongues. Just, just stay down there and pray in tongues. My God, I declare if you don't think you're in heaven. Amen. You talking about burdens being lifted and, and obstacles out your way. You can bind the devil because when you speak, you know what Jesus said, the words that I speak, they're what? Spirit and what? Life. God wants to start speaking spirit-filled words Amen. to our condition. To our situation. When Jesus spoke, everything moved because he spoke with the Spirit. So one of Zach Zacharias says, not by power, it's not by might, but by my spirit. He said the Lord of hosts. He spoke with spirit. When, when you speak with spirit, people know you ain't playing. They know a dead person when they see one. When you're speaking dead, they know there ain't no power there. Amen. Even children know when certain parents speak, there ain't nothing to them. Amen. But they also know, hey, Johnny, you better get that up. Mm -hmm. You're speaking your spirit. What is spirit authority? Amen. Right. And, and then and you said, well, they ain't moved when I said that now because you're speaking with death. You, when you speak with spirit, everything jumps. Amen. Hey, listen, uh, brother, this is what we need to do. Praise the Lord. Let's tell you, let's go about it this way. Oh, yeah, well, well I don't know. Well, maybe we could, uh, I don't know. I, let's see. They said, oh, man, God, you could mess up. This man is crazy. But when you speak with spirit and life, it gives life. Life begets life. Praise the Lord. Turn to God. Praying tongues help keep us from worldly contamination. First Corinthians 14, 28. We're just about through it. That's all the folks want to get tonight. First Corinthians 14, 28. Praying in tongues keep us free from worldly contamination. Read that part. What that verse say? What does that verse say? There be no interpretation. Yes. Let him keep silent in the church. That's what I was saying when we was doing it. Mm -hmm. See, the spirit is subject to you. You yet speaking to yourself, but you're silent. You're not disrupting the service. Because sometimes when you first get filled, you probably need to keep speaking. Because that's how God will keep getting a hold of you. 
praise the Lord, but do it silently. Don't disrupt the service. Don't do it to be seen. A lot of times I was speaking to some people in the like this here. I mean, it was rough though, but it's like trying to sit on fire. <laughs> 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 <Jesus>. <laughs> And the real thing knew what happened because they saw that little feet doing like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're trying to cool yourself down and, and you be holding on the chair and have to You can feel the anointing of God and you just be cutting up. They were passing that out with
rambunctious and wild and flip and riotous. We ought to be more orderly when we get the Holy Ghost in our lives, when we receive the Holy Ghost in our lives. We ought to be better members, better believers, better saints. We ought to be more peaceful. Let the devil stir up stuff in the church. That should be not named among the saints. So we have the Holy Ghost. We ought to be more gentle, yeah. easier to be entreated, more prayerful, more spiritual, more understandable. A person ain't got the Holy Ghost, they don't understand a lot. Praise the Lord. They, they, and then, and now I got to close with the good. I'm finna close this up. This is it. Now I got to close with the good. While we're on that note, a person with the Holy Ghost. Now, now I got to share something. Come on, Mister King. It's time to go. Did I tell y'all? Praise the Lord. So y'all can go home. Everybody stand. <laughs> This wonderful church, of course, I don't have to share this with this church because that's it. You don't have that kind of problem out here. It's only in Atlanta. Now, I would recommend. Now, people said that they asked me one time, and I and the Holy Ghost gave me a revelation. They said, "How do you solve gossiping demons in the churches?" Now, of course, they don't have that here. So this is where. Yes. I'm just sharing this, of course. Praise the Lord. That's not in Camilla. That's only in Atlanta. The church is not, you know, have all right. So, the Bible said that the James, the tongue, no man can what? It's like what? What, what? what we say, how, what, what, a, what is it about? What a, how, it kills you know? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Say what? Foul here. Now, now my recommendation, if a church don't, the, the, the remedy for gossiping deep, first find out who gossiped. And, and, and counsel with them. I'm trying to tell y'all. Now, of course, y'all don't have that. See, y'all have to give yeah, it. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Praise him. Wonderful Savior. Call all of them and pray with them that they may receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Their problem is that their tongue needs to be controlled by the Holy Ghost. That's true. Yes, People that speak in tongues don't go around gossip. Because first of all, in other speaking tongues, you got to yield your tongue to the Holy Ghost. See? And the reason you got gossip and demons in your churches is because, now nah, you know, in Atlanta, the reason we got gossip and demons in Atlanta, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> We have gossip and demons there in Atlanta is because those people have not yielded their tongue to the Holy Ghost. Because when your tongue yields the Holy Ghost, you don't say anything you want to say. And you, you don't go around giving people a piece of your mind. Because <laughs> you married, you need all the pieces you can get. <laughs> Some people ain't got no mind. They don't get way too many pieces. <laughs> they need to go find You can't do, you can't speak in tongues and, and after the next minute go, God's going to hold those on there too. 
they said they can't help themselves. They want to help themselves. I can sympathize with that person. I told them they need to be healed. The devil used your tongue for the wrong reason. Praise the Lord. But you're talking about a powerful field church. Everybody gets to the Holy Ghost. You got something. You like great subject to, to do all these crazy things. Uh -huh. Let me tell you, and I know I got to close now. What we're teaching the members, get the Holy Ghost, receive it. You don't need the Holy Ghost to look around and see who's not here. And when you get on the phone, call them and pray with them. Don't ask them where they've been. Let the pastor ask them. Because you know if they ain't told the pastor where they've been, they ain't going to tell you where they've been. I don't think that'll hurt them. If they ain't told Pastor Pimpson where they are, they ain't on holler tell you where they are. Amen. So you just pray with us, sister. Because they already know when you come, they know you, they know you, know you say one day. So say, I just want to pray with you. I just want to bless you. Huh? And hang up. Don't, don't, don't send that there. Just hang up. You're a minister. That's what God gave us the Holy Ghost for. Don't get up there and say, where you been? Because you said where you been, you don't stir up the devil. Don't ask them nothing. If they don't tell you where they've been, they don't tell you where they've been. Praise the Lord. And then they said, did the pastor tell you? No, the Holy Ghost told me to call. Did they know that God is real? You can look around and see who ain't here. You can see just as good. You don't need no Holy Ghost to reveal that to you. But don't get on the phone time. Where you been? You ought to be sharing this. Don't say nothing to me. I'm your brother and your sister. Don't let them tell you nothing about no pastor. Don't let them tell you about no pastor's wife, no member in the church. Just say, I want to pray for you. That's all I know you for. Hey, God bless you. And hang up the phone. If they got something they want to say, go talk to the pastor. Go talk to the pastor's wife. Or go talk to whoever you need to talk to to get it right. But don't talk to me. I just called you to pray for you, and that's all. This thing is real. That's how the church was back then. In the apostles' day, that's how they did it. Amen. And we'll talk about this a little bit later. That's the benefits of being Holy Ghost for your church. Back here, God, we thank you tonight for the word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. The sweet words of life. For words spoken in new season is better than rubies and diamonds. On tonight, bless me, my God, and heart. Thank you for these times that have been into the revival. Thank you for filling over with the Holy Ghost by faith Thank you for this wonderful church. We just want to God in a very special way. We give you the glory and the praise. Meet the needs of the people. Let the Holy Ghost have free course in our souls tonight. It's our earnest and humble prayer. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, thank God. On tomorrow night, the Lord's willing, we'd like to try to start at 8 30. We're going to get you out in good time. So you can come back on Friday night. Thank God for the we just been talking about the survival letter. This is what we need you to do. The Lord laid in my heart on Friday night. The Lord wants to be a blessing. And I already told the church. And again, I know I said, what is this? This is a revival letter? Yes, it is. But we're not worried about nothing. I'm trying to tell you. God told me and told me to tell the church, we want to be a blessing. Don't y'all give a blessing to Pastor Friday night? Pastor yeah. All right, so we all, we all ready on time. The Lord said, be a blessing. I told the preacher, brother, the Lord told us to be a blessing. Praise the name of the Lord. Y'all do good. See, one thing you have to worry about this revival, this revival ain't nobody going to look down on nobody. Ain't nobody going to talk about nobody. Thank you. You're going to receive from God this week. And you're receiving. 
And God won't bless you for a minute because you're going to be just the call of duty. You've been out here, many of you've been out here every night. Don't let the devil cheat you out your blessing. Don't never worry about money. You can't give what you can't give. But just ask the Lord to bless you to be able to give. I'm not even worried about uh, whatever the Lord wants us to have. I'm not even worried about that. The Lord told us that night I was standing here. I heard it just a plain as day. I told my wife, I said, baby, God wants us to go. I'm so happy. I said, these are good people. And I've been asking God, I said, God, we want a fellowship. I said, we're two years old now. We want to start fellowship with good church. And God said, when we have our church's anniversary, we want you all to come. We don't want anybody to come. Pastor, the Lord don't have a fellowship with everybody. In fact, y'all are one of the first people we fellowship with. Praise the Lord. Because we want people to be around good people. And y'all know how to praise the Lord. And I want you to know, God will do great things for you. And I want to pray for you now. Everybody stand and lift your hands to most of you. God, we're Friday night. We claim spiritual deliverance. Financial deliverance. Spiritual freedom. Financial freedom. For the people of the Lord. God, these people been here every night. And God, we, we, we claim the total blessing for them. The complete blessing for them. In the name of Jesus. Now, God, we thank you for a cheerful spirit. For you said, those that give, let them give cheerfully. Not gradually, not of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. Now, God, many desire to give, but don't have to give. But God, you're going to make a way for them. Because their spirit is right, their attitude is right. By faith, oh God, we thank you. But most of all, we thank you for those that are going to receive, those that are receiving now, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We shall give you the glory and honor and praise. Thank you for touching other personal body right now. Thank you for the pastor, every elder, every preacher, missionary, mother, deacon, every member, every friend, in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless them tonight. Above measure is our prayer. Thank God. Amen.